Donald Jeffries. Donald Jeffries. Author of Hidden History and Survival of the Richest. Host of The Donald Jeffries Show. Billy Ray Valentine. Billy Ray Valentine. Host of the Infinite Fringe Podcast. Researcher, truth seeker from the Bronx, New York. Tony Arterburn. Tony Arterburn. Radio host, combat veteran, precious metals analyst, and alt historian. Together, they take on the headlines of the week, decode the disinformation, and plow through the mainstream propaganda. Unauthorized, unscripted, and unintimidated. Unintimidated. This is America Unplugged. All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to America Unplugged. I hope everybody had an excellent, excellent week. My name is Billy Ray Valentine, coming to you live from New York City, the Bronx. Thank you for being here. Really appreciate you. We got the usual suspects here today. My man, Mr. Tony Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves. Say what's up to the people. Well, it's good to see you and Don and Chris, and uh, especially since it's the last day on Earth. It's September 23rd, 2023. <laughs> I think it was the final broadcast. We're going to give you an encore presentation, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much. You know what? We should, we should go out with a bang, and, and uh, you know, we've... The stars have aligned for this to happen. Uh, at the end of the world, we are broadcasting live from Armageddon, ladies and gents. America Unplugged the way it was designed to be. That's why we're here with the legendary Don Jeffries. Tell him what's up, Don. It's it's over. It's a wrap. Yeah, yeah, boy. Who, who knew? I mean, we've, uh, we've uh, certainly, uh, <laughs> so hopefully we're doing something exciting. As uh, you know, think of the headlines back in the day where, you know, USA Today was saying, we're out of here, end of the world. And Washington Post said, end, world, end of the world is nigh. Women and minorities to be impacted the most. So uh, hopefully it won't be anything like that. But, uh, so, but uh, we're glad to be here with you for as long as however much time we have left to wonderful listeners out there. I think I think they'll grant us an hour, you know, uh, before all hell breaks loose. So stay tuned. Listen to America Unplugged. And then afterwards, good luck to you. Uh, let's see if you survive Armageddon. Mr. Chris Graves is here from the bunker. What is going on over there? How you doing? Say what's up to the people. Hello, people. I get to actually live out what one of my heroes, Mr. George Carlin, always wanted. He wanted to watch the end of the world on CNN before it would come around to where he was. Now I might actually be able to yeah. do that live on the air with you folks. Fantastic, man. <laughs> uh, Angus Mustang and Freethinker are here with us You know, for the end of the world. What are you guys doing? How, how are you guys coping? The Real McCoy is here. Jason Barker, Tom Cooper, the dude. You know, Everybody's getting ready. You know, for for the end, you know, uh, Rhonda Tate. How you doing, Rhonda? Good to see you. Um, and uh, Chris Graves said hello. He was the top one on the on the on the chat. But but um, yeah, Tony, what's up? It's the end of the world. What's going on? Well, I mean, there's uh, there will be signs, uh, signs and wonders. I mean, I, I, yesterday on my show, I wasn't able to get to uh, the changing of the dress code for the United States Senate. Maybe we can get into that today. I thought that was a huge story that uh, it's had such an idiocracy feel to it. And I think idiocracy was really a documentary. It's a little bit of predictive programming. And you know, we're talking about predictive programming. And yes, the, we'll go over the the 23rd of, of September and, and mass media and popular culture. And uh, it's really, it is a weird thing. Um, I've, I've seen this pop up and I didn't have time to cover it yesterday on my show. So hopefully we can get to that. Um, but um, I think the main story that'll probably set the tone Billy, is, is uh, Maria Abramovich. Um, mm -hmm. <laughs> you, you sent me that link yesterday and I looked at it. It's hard to know anymore when you're in the clown world order, 
it's really hard to discern what's like a Babylon B story, right. what's a complete fake, head fake. But when I saw it, it resonated with me. I thought, I think this makes sense. And I was telling you off air why I thought so. But uh, no, I would, this is um, <laughs> a week of uh, interesting news topics. So uh, it makes America Unplugged very easy. A, a few years ago, September 23rd was the end of the world again, I think, or September something. And there was this guy that was predicting it, that that Planet X was coming. It was a whole deal. And, and, and it made it all into the mainstream. And I had him on the show to talk about the end of the world. And I forget the guy's name, but he was on the Infinite Fringe with me. And he talked about how Planet X and everything. He, he read uh, um, the signs in the sky and, and it was a wrap because of it. And of course, we're still here. At least we think we're still here, you know, because we could have all died and are currently living in, you know, death's plane or whatever, thinking that nothing ever happened to us, you know. So all of those things are in play. Well, everybody knows if you, I mean, the Heaven's Gate cult really nailed it. You have to have on a certain kind of Nikes and have uh, like $5 worth of quarters in your pocket. Uh, you, you have to, you have to drink the cyanide laced maple syrup. So everybody knows that. And, uh, we don't, I have not seen anything from, from Doe, the leader of the, so I don't know anything about the 23rd ending yet. And those Nikes are really expensive. I, I tried to get a, a, a pair of them. <laughs> if I was rich, I'd collect all of these things. I'd, I'd have a pair of heaven. Not, not that anybody dead wore, but I would just like a, a pair of, of Heaven's Gate Nikes. They're actually you know, pretty nice. You know their, their website is still up. And yeah, it's still up. It's still being run by ex-Heaven's Gate uh, members That's that right. want to keep uh, the memory of it alive. And and I, th I think it's so dope. And it's a throwback. So if you guys go to the Heaven Gates, Heaven's Gate website, it's like an old school 1990s style website. It hasn't been touched. And, well, uh, and if you're if you're respectful enough, they will they will actually answer your questions. They absolutely will. Right, yeah. right. They absolutely, it's it's fucking dope. I I love it. Um, but I would I would have bought that. I, I would have purchased the crystal skull in particular, the Mitchell Hedges crystal skull. It's up in Canada. I would have went and got that. I'd have spent millions and millions of dollars on it. I never thought twice. Um, the Spirit Destiny. I'd probably have that. Um, and the Holy Grail. Wherever it is, I'd go look for it and live forever. While everyone else perishes around me. Okay, so Maria, Marina Abramovich is back. Let's let's talk about her real quick. And I do want to talk about the dress code. So keep me honest with that because it's interesting. Um, I, I, I want to get back around to that. So um, Marina Abramovich um, is famous for spirit cooking. Anybody that's in uh, conspiracy culture knows it leaked out of the Podesta emails and she became known to us. She's been famous for a long time for doing what exactly? I don't know. It's 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 like uh, performance art, but it's just being weird. If I did something like that, I'd be in, in, in an insane asylum somewhere. She literally had a performance called Rhythm Zero where she let people do all types of stuff to her. And, and I mean all types. Okay. Um, but spirit cooking is enough. We don't even have to go any further than that, right? And, and what she would do with the Clintons, with uh, John Podesta, with Lady Gaga, with Jay-Z, all these people, right? And the conspiracy theories came out of that naturally because why freaking not, right? And and at this point, while a, a lot of Pizzagate has been debunked and some of it is still being questioned and we still need answers on some of that stuff, 
when I see that that Zelensky, and this is an alleged report by the London Telegraph, it hasn't been confirmed yet. It is the, the Telegraph reported it, and other major outlets have reported on it. So it is a real story. As far as it being confirmed, we don't know yet, right? Uh, but Zelensky of Ukraine fame, the president of Ukraine, the movie star that claims to be the president of Ukraine, um, says that he wants this lady to be an ambassador for his country. And I sat there and I'm like, well, is is maybe maybe she's from the Ukraine? Brissom is like, nah, she's not from Ukraine. She's Serbian. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so um, what is it? What is it? Right, and, and I'm trying to, and I was talking to Tone about it, but uh, backstage, going over in my head, I'm like, why would anybody in their right mind have this lady represent anything, anything uh, that they are working with, right? And, and not only that, Chris, you, you mentioned it earlier when we were off air, but it's a... Uh, they have her working with the schools. Why would you have this woman anywhere close to your kids? Yeah. Right. And the stuff that she does, you know, she's been raped because she, as a performance art, she uh, masturbated naked at the Guggenheim here in New York. And, and everybody heard it. They, they had a, a microphone attached to her and it was broadcast throughout the freaking museum. And that's performance art. I can do that and get paid millions of dollars for it. It'd be called indecent exposure. <laughs> it's thrown in jail. It'd be called you know? 10 years in prison. Right, right. You know, and, and then people would argue, oh, maybe he didn't deserve it. You know, like, uh, like they're doing for, for Joe Biggs and all these people at this point. But anyway, freaking um, Marina Abramovich is is getting away with straight up murder, I think. I, I don't understand the fame. I don't get it. I, I don't get it. And I really don't understand how Zelensky can go there. And now there's a couple of instances, right? The Clintons have just donated a ton of money to the Ukraine. All of a sudden, uh, uh, Abramovich pops out as a part of it. He's like, yeah, we'll give you some millions of dollars, but you've got to employ our friend, uh, uh, Ms. Uh, Marina Abramovich. Tony has a different perspective on it that I thought was quite astute and I want to get to. But... I couldn't come up with any better reasoning. And I went over this with Brissom yesterday and I couldn't come up with any better reasoning than this is just a revival of the Pizzagate narrative to try to continue to, to solidify the people that are there on that side to give them more ammunition for their cause and to weave even further division to bring it back. I mean, I, I can't think of anything else. I could be very wrong, but I can't think of anything else as to why. Vladimir Zelensky would do some shit like this unless he's out of his freaking mind, which is very, very possible. All right, I'm going to Tone, then I'm coming to Chris, then I'm going to Don. What's up, Tone? Well, clearly, uh, Zelensky uh, promised this to her in hopes that she will turn him into a real boy someday. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, you know, we were talking off air. Um, Abramovich, she is the modern day Aleister Crowley. So you, you mean the questions answered right. themselves like why why put her around children well this is 2023 <laughs> that's what the elites do they expose children to things they shouldn't be exposed to and to evil right. i mean that's what she this it's really what it is it's it's art and it's uh, sophistication right mm -hmm. and that's really it's it's what it's supposed to be but it's just masquerading you know it's what it is but it's evil right. it's behind it and you know you look at the podesta emails this ties to spirit cooking uh, you know, the the um, sex magic, you look at anything. If you read about Aleister Crowley and all this, this surrounded in that the blood. Um, but yeah, this is I mean, and I think 
this is not a mistake. And it, I don't know if it's just the, the Clinton Foundation getting involved finally, but in my opinion, I think it's desperation. I think um, this this is an attempt by Zelensky to, to show um, solidarity with the world's elite saying, I'm here with you. I, this is where we stand. This is, uh, this is us together. If you, if you look at the politics coming out of the war in, in Ukraine, it, you couldn't be, the contrast couldn't be more stark. I mean, look at, look at the, the spokespeople that they choose. There's, and I say people because you can't misgender them. I don't know what there's a lot of that. It's just like, there's a one activist that's, I mean, you talk about hellfire and brimstone talking about world war three. Uh, they have they have war in their hearts. And I'm, I'm talking about some of the spokespeople that they've chosen for Ukraine, some of the transgenders and stuff. You should go listen to that. I mean, it's it's pretty disturbing that the the lust they have for war. So uh, you add that to the the movement here in the West, cultural Marxism and, and what's being pushed by the elites. This just seems like a, a natural uh, extension of that. I mean, I, I, I don't know, Tom. I have no idea. She she hates Putin. So maybe there's something to that as to why she gets brought in to, to weave her black magic on Putin. I, I don't know. I don't know. She, she's uh, carved pentagrams into her body. You know, there, there was one ritual. <laughs> there was there was one ritual where she put herself. Uh, she, she drew a pentagram or there was a pentagram of sorts. I don't know where you get these things. You go to pentagram.com and you can buy them. You're um, on topic. <laughs> right. Like it's just on the floor and, and she lays herself on it and she lit it on fire and, and she was suffocating and, and dying. You know, uh, I, I don't, I don't understand how this is art. I, I go into the Metropolitan Museum of Art here in the city and I don't get it. I don't understand. And that's mild, very, very mild compared to what freaking Marie, Abramovich is doing, you know? And, and if you want to make the argument that she is possessed by demons, I cannot fight you on that. I don't know. There's something seriously wrong with her. I know that. But um, the, all these elites that, that subscribe to her and, and, you know, want to be a part of whatever she's doing, it's bizarre as shit. If I was involved in any of that, if I was is a, a movie star and they tell me, yeah, come to a spirit cooking. I'm like, no. How, how about no? How about I don't, how about I don't do that? How, how about I just go watch The Twilight Zone for a little while or something? You know, like it's it's just weird. Anyway, go ahead, Chris. What's up? No, I, I just I'm looking at another part of the article besides uh, supposedly Zelensky asking her to be the ambassador to Ukraine. The thing about the school system that I had mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, this is also the Telegraph. So take 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 it for what it is right now. Nice. Um, it said the Ukrainian president had asked her for help in rebuilding the schools. Um, and what you just described about like uh you know her potential rape being broadcast in a museum in that museum the guggenheim and she's like burning pentagrams into her in wherever regions um yeah i don't know she <laughs> i think they're just rubbing it in everyone's face it's yeah. some kind of ritual i know i i have a feeling i don't really get into the occult stuff too much but there's something here, and maybe this is Zelensky's way of, like, you know, kissing the ring, so to speak. Like That's what Tone said earlier, man. Yeah, yeah. Tone, I'm circling back to you. I'm going to get back to you in a second, Don. I just want Tone to get that, because Tone mentioned that off air. Tell him, Tone. Yeah, I think, again, I think they're signaling that. 
Right. I think I think that's it's desperation on his part. Um, Zelensky, the the arc of his cult of personality, you can see it's waning, and maybe it's catching up to Zelensky that um, he's a U.S. ally. It's not good to be a U.S. ally, especially in these um, proxy wars. Mm -hmm. And what's the latest from Gaddafi? How's he doing? Or Saddam Hussein? Right, Tupac, uh, or or Tim Osman. How's Tim uh, lately? Uh, how's Osama bin Laden? None of these U.S. allies have done well, and uh, he knows that. I think some on some sub subconscious level, and uh, you know the the press starting to take him down, starting to in NATO. Uh, there was an article up yesterday on Summit.News. Some of the NATO countries like Poland and others are starting to pull back a little bit on their their aid hmm. and their commitments because <laughs> Europeans. They've seen the cataclysm on their soil, you know, two two world wars in one century. Well, and uh, they don't I mean, I think there's some kind of there's ancestral memory there that we don't have. We haven't had that kind of decimation. We haven't had that that sort of uh, devastation here in the United States like they have. So they're starting to pull back a little bit. I he again, this is a you know, Sun Tzu said it best. And you can just look at Zelensky and, you know, this is a man not of peace not of protecting his people, shutting down elections, uh, sh locking up people, shutting down dissent. And, you know, Sun Tzu talked about a, an evil man will reign over the ashes of his country. This is a man that's taking his country to the. And the whole world, he's leading us into it. And, uh, you know, I, I, I for one, I, I'm not surprised at all that he would uh, make this. This is a public gesture out in the open saying this is where who we are. This is an extension of the elites. And Ukraine plays a very strange role in our current times. Yeah, man. Absolutely. Mr. Jeffries, what are you thinking? I see Wayne McCroy in the chat. What's up, Wayne? I'm sure he has something interesting to say about all of this. Um, Mr. Jeffries, what's up? What, what do you think about uh, Marina and her reappearance and all these uh, performance arts that, that could very well be just rituals of some sort. I don't know. Well, it's, it seems uh, you know, perfectly appropriate that they would get together. I, I don't know. You know, I don't know how Zelensky can manage to be more unattractive, but he, he manages to do it all the way. But, uh, you know, if you're burning pentagrams into your body, it's pretty, you know, pretty obvious who your master is. And uh, so I think both of their masters are pretty obvious. This is all related to, to, to they're in service of another God than most of us serve. Okay. They worship the dark force. This is obvious. And, you know, it. somebody that, you know, holds mock, uh, allegedly mock parties where there, if you've seen the, the video of her with all the celebrities there that uh, where they have the blood red cake and, you know, they're, they're eating and it's, it's in, in the shape of a body and they're eating the organs are all, you know, they're, they're, you know, supposedly just like the mock child sacrifice at the Bohemian Grove. A lot of us think that these things aren't always mock, so I think when they're showing that, it gets into cannibalism and all the other dark things that they're starting to hint about now. But she's a piece of work. I mean, she's she represents, again, someone, you know, that, that seems to be totally evil. I mean, you're doing things like that. But I guess if you're, you know, there's a, there's a correlation between masturbating on microphone in an art museum and uh, playing the piano with your penis. I mean, these, this is great art, I guess. I now into this. do that twice, Don. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, there's, there's I mean... And it's it's no wonder. I mean, Hollywood loves Maria Abramovich. They they love uh, Zelensky. And again, that's why people realize when you when you're supporting the culture at all, you're supporting people who are. I mean, most of them are too stupid in Hollywood. I don't even think they know what they're doing. They're just climbing on the bandwagon. But some of them undoubtedly really do, 
go to black masses and worship. This is, this is about Satan. I think that's, you know, people keep wondering about, you know, they want to talk about the Jews, the Freemasons and all that kind of stuff. I think that the force at the head of this is Satan, the dark force. And I think it, they, they prove it with their, I mean, sometimes, you know, some of like some of the hard rock groups and stuff that used to do it, they're just playing around with maybe symbolism. They don't really even understand it. But when you're burning pentagrams into you, you're committed. I mean, that's commitment, man. You know, that's so that's commitment to a cause, and they know what the pentagram represents. I mean, you go watch the Wolfman and things like that, and you're you're seeing where these things came from. This is darkness, and uh, so it's very disturbing. But again, that's our boy. Zelensky is who we support. So when you look at the U.S. government, the U.S. government and the U.S. government would support Zelensky. I mean, uh, would support Abramovich as well. So it's amazing that Joe Biden hasn't named her as an ambassador. Really, she's no more ridiculous than most of his choices. So, uh, you know, I mean, I mean, the guy that was uh, the Sam guy that was walking around with ball with a shaved head and stealing women's purses with his red dress on and stuff. I mean, I, uh, she was probably at least as good a job as uh, as he did. Probably wouldn't have stolen any women's purses, I don't think, but uh, <laughs> women's luggage or whatever he was doing. But so this is this is just more nonsense. But uh, to, to me, they're 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 very appropriate bedfellows. It makes perfect sense that. He would want someone like that. He's certainly not going to pick anybody good because this guy's committed to tyranny and they just continue to call it democracy. It just is our country is committed. Our government is committed to tyranny now. They just keep referring to it as democracy, which is obviously incredibly laughable at this point. So it's it's funny you should mention some of this stuff, man. And, and Wayne, Wayne is in the chat, so he would probably know more about this than, than I, but I not probably he definitely knows more about this than I, but um uh, I, I I when I was looking at some of Abramovich's rituals that rhythm zero thing, she had seventy two objects that they could use, uh you know to to do whatever they wanted to were one of them being a loaded gun, right, um but it's the 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 number seventy two is what stuck out right and and the 72 uh, demons of the Goetia, right? That, that's what it went back to that. Aleister Crowley wrote the foreword to that or wrote the entire book. Well, the book is old, but he redid it, uh, I think, if, if I remember correctly. I know I have it somewhere because I wanted to see what the hell that was all about. And it was about um, the demons that helped build Solomon's temple, according to the Lord. 72 um, virgins. 72 virgins. It's another thing. Right, right. So the, the number 72 isn't uh, a coincidence that, that that's on purpose in particular from somebody like that to do something like that. You know what I mean? For, for Abramovich to put out, but you know, I, I Brissom has been on this for some time and I've been arguing with him, telling him that he's wrong about a lot of this. Um, but I must say he predicted this just about months ago that Marina Abramovich would resurface in some way and that they would try to revive Pizzagate in some way. What can I tell you? He was right, right? I, I don't know to what end, but it happened, right? So I, I don't know what, I, I really, I'm really at a loss to, to just, I don't understand how this, this fits in in any rational person's narrative. And somebody in the chat in Rockfin was like, you know, the key word is rational or, or the key word is sane, right? These people aren't sane. Right. They're, they're freaking crazy. And I, I get that. But it, it's still hard for me to come to terms with Vladimir Zelensky. I don't even know if I'm saying his Is that his first name? I don't know why I'm calling yeah. him. Yes. 
Yeah. The two Vladimir's. Right, right. That, that's mm-hmm. why I get confused sometimes. But I, I don't know why he would go out and get this woman to do anything. So I, 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 I have to explain it in a, cons- a conspiratorial way. I, I, I don't have any other recourse. I, I, there's no, no way to come to, like, just trying to think of it. Maybe she's from that country. I, I, I don't know. Billy, can I can I yeah, bring yeah, yeah, sure. a, a thought? Uh, I don't mean to cut you off, but no, um, no, you good. What's up? Um, I remember us talking about when we had the anniversary show and David Knight was on and everything. Right. Um, I remember we were talking about Lahina or Lahaina, not Lahina, but Lahaina and everything. Yes. And I made the comment about uh, thinking. Did anyone else think it was weird that John Podesta was? Yes, you did. Yes, you was talking about like yes. Then people started talking about how the children were sent home and the parents didn't know. Right, right, right. Why was John Podesta like coming out, uh, crawling out from whatever rock he was under? (laughs) And he's tied with uh, Abramovich with the emails and everything. And cannibalism, cannibalism, (laughs) sacrifice stuff. Yes. He had a whole bunch of artwork, you know. He went to these yep. spirit cooking things, all about rituals. So I, he's I the main what, UFO guy, right? A, yeah, right. No, absolutely. Very good point. You know, it's I, I don't know what they're doing with us, but they're doing something. Yes. You know, and and uh, it's not good. It, it, it's really not. I I just I can't understand it. What, whatever. Does anybody have anything to say about the witch? Uh, uh right right now but before we move forward anything else don closing thoughts no maybe maybe this is why they're fattening us up and why we're so obese now you know the old hansel and Gretel, all those things that are always fattening the people up and if they're cannibals it would make sense maybe that's another uh, reason they're encouraging uh they, they don't necessarily want us to die too but you know if they can get some good meals out of it you you got some delectable choices walking around america at this true. point if it's if you're into human meat there's a lot of it there you wouldn't you wouldn't want we wouldn't want you to lose any weight no. here in the United States. Eat Mr. Chambers. <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. Anyway. Um uh what else did we have? You wanted to talk about uh the dress code. Go ahead, Tone. Let, let's hit the dress code. Right yeah, there. I wasn't able to cover this yesterday on my show. I ran out of time. But I just I'm fascinated by and this is such a it's it's a small thing, but it's also very big in, in, in a reflection, like holding up a mirror to our culture. See, I think John Fetterman, the senator of whatever he is, senator, I'm putting this in quotations from Pennsylvania. I think I think he's a walking humiliation ritual, like it's just showing you like just how dumbed down we are, how stupid this country has become, how uh, unprofessional. I mean, look, look, the guy had the rules of the Senate change so he could wear gym shorts and a hoodie. So, I mean, all that history, Daniel Webster, these lions of the Senate, Henry Clay, <laughs> John Fetterman. That's where we are. Just the most, I mean, say what you will about Lyndon Johnson. Like, he had like this whole system where he would have like, he'd have his tie, you know, he'd tie his tie the night before. It was all like calculated how many minutes he had on the floor. Like he'd jump up in the morning, put everything on. He had it, everything scheduled. He'd do like this and rotate the bills through because he was the master of the Senate. Like sophistication. Like, I, don't, I don't agree with this policy. And Lyndon Johnson was evil in a lot of ways. But look at Fetterman. What is this? Yeah. I, I just I, I have questions. 
first of all, I have if you really want, I have questions, <laughs> but I also have, I also, you know, have some insight. And people want, how does a Fetterman happen? Well, he happens by demographics. This is the end game of what happens when you have people that vote a certain way, no matter what. And that is what they've done over the last 50 years to the demographic shifts in the United States, education, uh, uh, tradition, uh, origination of country, all that stuff that they've changed in the demographics of the United States. So when you get a uh, look, Pennsylvania is, I guess, considered a swing state. Yeah. But you look yeah, at Dr. Dr. Oz. Right. I mean, I guess. But Dr. Oz has to forever know that he lost to this guy. The guy can't formulate a sentence. And again, they just they're rolling. What are they doing rolling out and changing the rules of the Senate? Not that the Senate's a wonderful place. I don't think it's sacred ground. I don't have all this stuff about the Capitol. It's it's a it's a building. But I do ask is this has to be on purpose where they're just like this is the this is America now. You know, this is this is where we are. The, The hoodie. The guy looks like an extra from like a Bond film, you know, where they, they roll out the, the Cyclops guy at the end or something. I don't know. It's 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 bizarre. And uh, it just caught my attention because there's there's really not a better example of how far we've fallen than this guy and the changing of the dress code and the United States Senate and just how stupid we look. You know, um, yeah. I agree with you, Tony. And, and, and that's weird for me. Because I am, the, I am not that I agree with you. That's not weird for me. It's weird for me on this on this point, right? Uh, because I I always say like, what does it matter, right? Because I'm I'm always throughout my life I've been pitted against people who 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 uh, are well dressed and they have I don't know their suit and tie and they're pieces of shit, right? So I say, what does it matter how he's dressed? What does it matter how he presents it to himself? You know, to, to what I can bring to the table was my argument. I was at a at a at a at a uh, conference in a boardroom in a in a Fortune 500 company once, and I was lowest guy on the totem pole, of course, but I just happened to be there, and um, and made the same argument, you know, and I'm like, just because I wear a hat, it doesn't mean that I can't do the job. Right. And it's true. Right. And in my current profession, I'm damn good at what I do. Me walking in with a suit and tie isn't going to change that, you know, and somebody else that comes in with a suit and tie uh, it might be, you know, look better. It's better optics. But are they going to be able to provide the service that I can provide? This is debatable. But I think you have a point in regards to the government of the United States of America and how we should, and I know it's contradictory to what I am saying, but, but it, how it should, how we should be presenting ourselves. And it, it lends itself to the argument of the degradation of this country and its people. I, I, I it's just, it was, uh, uh, like you said, almost a ritual, right? Yes. All this stuff well, they've done help. studies over time. You know, if you, yeah. and I've, I've read, tons and tons of books on, you know, personal development. And right. one of the things they talk about, this is here going back decades and decades, dress nice for your, if you're going to take a test, you dress, you dress up for it. Right. It's psychological that you're going to do better. There's most <coughs> nine times out of 10, you'll do better just by being better dressed. It doesn't right. mean you have to walk around in a $3,000 suit. Right. That's not what I'm saying. But if you go to your doctor's office and you walk in you're like, Hey, I'm going to have to, you know, 
talk about having a procedure done or something. I need advice. And he's dressed like Kid Rock or something. Are you going to be like, I don't know <laughs> if I should take it. I mean, because it's psychological that you're doing. Were you, did you did you have you changed your shirt in three days? I want to know that. And America looks like John Fetterman. And they go through I the airport. Yeah, I yeah. mean, you know, that's why people love the shows like Mad Men. You know, you, you everybody's got a suit. Everybody's had a cocktail. You're on a plane. It's nice. But you go on now and it's just I mean, it, it is a comedy bizarre of the highest order. And you're just watching the, this, this rapid decline and fall of the fluoride stare uh, mass population. And um, I just, I can't get over it. it, it I, I'm, not, I'm not somebody who thinks you have to just be dressed to the nines all the time, but I see John Fetterman as an extension of I, America's in decline. And I think I, in some way, I think that this is on purpose to just humiliate people. No, I, I, I don't know that I can argue with you effectively to that point. You know, I think ultimately, it, I mean, it is a perception thing. But yeah, if I walked into a to a doctor's office and Kid Rock was sitting there, I'm like, shit, am I in the wrong place? <laughs> you know? I, I like Kid Rock. Yeah. I like Kid Rock. I just you know, don't want to You don't want Kid Rock do you know working on your eyes? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> My name is Kid. I scroll with your eyes. <laughs> It's signifying a lowering of the standards. It's right. a respect thing. Right. Uh, and you don't have to you know, respect the, you know, the building or all, anything like that. But it's just a reflection of like, we're not taking this seriously anymore. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we haven't for the longest time. And well, the, uh, just having yeah. the population see this right, like, right, right out in the open. And I think letting Zelensky come and visit uh, Biden in a uh, Adidas a sweatshirt. Jacket, you know, sweat, yeah, sweatpants that are ripped or jeans that are ripped. I mean, that's not a good look either. And it's kind of another reflection. I agree, know. man. The T-shirt, man. T-shirt. Uh, or, uh, I remember Castro used to dress up in military guard all the time. And you knew what it was about, right? It was like, damn. It's, it's not this guy. It's somebody different, right? You know, and, and, professional. Professional. And, and Zelensky doesn't even give you that. You know, he just rolls out of bed and... and yeah, I don't know. I, I, I struggle. The, ar- the, the mm-hmm. army did this years ago, right before mm-hmm. um, I joined. They started working on it. I think it was uh, the head of the army was Shinseki at the time. Pat Buchanan wrote about it in the Death of the West uh, in 2002. But they they took away the black beret from the army rangers and gave it to everybody. Now, like years and years and years of decades of, of tradition going back to the army rangers and going through ranger school. And if you've ever met somebody that did and going through Fort Benning, uh, that's a real accomplishment. Yeah. And, you know, that was a very tight brotherhood. And the, one of the generals, Shinseki, saw the, how good they looked with their black berets. So he gave it to everybody. And so took that away from them. Yeah. I think that's a lot of what uh, that's happening right now. It's kind of a, a comparison to what's happening to America with participation trophy, right? Everyone gets yeah, a trophy. Yeah. Right. yeah. It was it was humiliating for the because I was I was coming up at that time and I remember it was humiliating for the Rangers because I was in the Airborne and we have the Maroon Beret so everybody's the Green Berets have the Green Beret the Paratroopers have the Maroon Beret and the, they gave they took the Black Beret away from the Rangers and gave it to everyone who was just I mean pack clerks everybody if you're in the Army if you went through base you got a Black Beret instead of having to go through Ranger School and all of that training and get selected so I think it's a it's a lot like that but just in a now he's, and you got cameras on this guy. It's it really is. It's a humiliation ritual. I I can't get over it. It's it's a idiocracy more and more and more. You know, with with every. I mean, just look at the twenty twenty four election. 
Look at what we have to choose from. That's that's where we are. <laughs> that that's where we are as Americans. Very good. Don Jeffries, what's up? Well, I'm with uh, <clears throat> my mind is my heart is with Billy uh, in his attitude towards. Uh, I mean, I, I hated dressing up, and I've talked about this many times. I was fighting this battle back in the '70s as a young guy. I, I never tucked my shirt, and this is before they. I mean, be, I guess I started a fashion trend because everybody, nobody tucks their shirt in anymore. But back then, I was the only one. I was constantly getting in trouble at every job. Tuck your shirt in, boy. You know, I hate. It. As soon as they turned their back, I tuck it out again. I mean, I was a rebel. I was a rebel. But still, um, are, you know, one hundred. Still, I, I, I have not. I'd calm down a bit, you know, still real, but uh, I, and I look back at myself and I think, you know, you know, you, you went a little too, this, it started the ball rolling. I think we needed to be a little more casual as Billy's right. It doesn't really matter uh, in terms of the suit and tie called a monkey suit for a reason. Nobody really likes it. Uh, but we've gone way too far in the other direction, obviously, yeah. <clears throat> you know, we become so, I mean, when you, you see it, I, I would have never thought that I would live to see uh men and women, especially women walking around and going shopping and stuff in pajama pants. And they do. Yeah. I mean, it's just amazing. And then you get to somebody mentioned in the chat, the people of Walmart world. So eventually it gets to the Walmart world. And John Fetterman, frankly, looks like he's one of the people of Walmart. I mean, he kind of, he kind of came from that, you know, demographic. And uh, so he, it was inevitable. And if, and you're going to see more and more people. Now, hopefully they won't have the, the cognitive problems that Fetterman has, but you'll see more and more people in Congress because that's the one way I guess they can represent us is that they kind of look like us, maybe. And uh, so Fetterman looks like a large proportion of Americans now. Looks like a slob. He dresses like a slob. And now he's doing it on the floor of the U.S. Senate. So you're going to see more and more people, I think, do that. And, uh, you know, there's why not? You know, at this point, I mean, there's, I'm amazed that any of them still dress up really, to be honest with you, because yeah. we've become, again, we've gone way too far in the other direction. I believe it's nice to be casual, but when it's like, you know, saying everybody's beautiful, it means no one's beautiful because it loses right. its meaning. And it's the same thing. If everybody's, ca if you're casual all the time and then it loses its meaning, it's no such thing as casual anymore because you're always casual, True. you know? So, so, right. uh, you know, so I think that's, uh, I think we did. There's a lesson to be learned there, but I mean, it's it's like everything else, and it's the fact that this guy could get elected. Maybe a lot of people that uh, <clears throat> looked like him could identify with him. I don't know. I really don't know. And and maybe a lot of people that <laughs> that have his cognitive ability could uh, could identify with him as well. So uh, it's it really is embarrassing because and we we know if like if Fetterman again, this is all a Trump and Stein game, but if Fetterman was a Republican Trump supporter. I'm quite sure he'd be the lead story on all the late night talk shows and he'd be made fun of nonstop, but because he is what he is, Hey, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. They're, they're trying to. He's no, he's no Bobert though. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Good job, Chris. Forgot all about that. Thank you for bringing that up. Um, but, but, but to Don's point, right? Like um, even though I, I am pretty casual, I, I get a haircut every week since I was like 16 years old without fail you know like i'm casual but i'm pretty neat you know it's, I, I think i still look good you know I, in my in in me being casual like I, I make my kids well one of them the other one has very long hair <laughs> i make him get a haircut every i'm like what are you doing get a haircut like you know look presentable iron your shirt to a certain degree right so there is the the in between and i think we've like don said we've gone way too far in the other direction when we're looking like like Fetterman, not a good look. Um, and yeah, you know, uh, Dr. Oz, 
I mean, this is why it lends itself to to these elections are rigged, right? I mean, I I think Dr. Oz is a piece of filth, but I mean, not everybody does, you know. And, and to lose, to, like 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 Tony mentioned earlier, to lose to Fetterman, damn! Like, well, what 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 the hell did you do, right? Like, I mean, how the hell did that happen? You know, so I I I, I get it to a certain degree, but very good looks on 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 Miss Bobart, who was um. At Beetle oh Jim. yeah, we probably should talk. About that. Well, Elizabeth Peters, it brings up the point of the pajama pants. Uh, they had a campaign to wear the pajama pants to class, and you know, I can, again, I can remember as a young guy, I would, you know, maybe I would like to see some girls walking around in certain pajama <laughs> pants. I certainly, I certainly would have loved to have seen uh, yoga, yoga pants, yeah, here so, or spanks, yeah. whatever they call them. But the problem is. People are wearing them that shouldn't be wearing them, and you can't say like only some people can wear them. So it's again, it just it people adds. Are big. You don't want to see that. <laughs> no, it, well, I don't see any guy in them. But I mean, it, it, but it adds it adds to the to You're not the, inclusive, uh, the, the idiocracy hmm. look. It adds to the, yeah, because everybody, you know, especially women, every, they all kind of think they're hot and beautiful now again because beauty's lost all meaning. Yeah, because everybody's uh, you know, what's her name, uh, Willow or whatever the hell, the, uh, Lizzo, whatever Lizzo, <laughs> if she's beautiful, the you know, the campaign for Dove, you know, Dove Beauty. Now they have a another you know giant behemoth, you know, that's their that's their spokesman. And it's like Jesus Christ. And I'm sorry, I don't, I don't mean to do that. I can do that as a for, as a former fat person. I can say that, but I'm saying, and I would never. I'm not. I'm only making fun of them because of what they're being set up as. Right? They're not spokesmen. It's ridiculous. It'd be like it's just, it's like you know if Fetterman was you're advertising him for the Mensa Society or something. Yet you it's got to make some sense. But I, I'm sorry, but I just thought Elizabeth Peters went up made a, a good point about that because I don't know when the pajama pants came in. Certainly not yeah. in my day. You know, if you you saw a yeah. young lady in pajamas, it wasn't going to be out in public. So to to that point, right? Like here in 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 the Bronx, in New York, but in the Bronx, the pajama pants are a thing. Like if, if, if you wear them, like I mean, in the morning, like you, you, you know, you, you go to the supermarket in the morning, you're going to see people in pajama pants and, and, and you see people in, in slippers, like really expensive slippers, but slippers nonetheless. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to take some pictures in the city for you guys and send it on the chat. I'll send it to you too, Chris. Like, I mean, it's just like people on a subway wearing slippers, like, like super like $500 slippers. I'm like, what the, what, what is this about? But that's what people do. Um, so, so that is a thing, but so no, I agree with Tony on this, man. I think, uh, I think it's gone too far. I, I think they all need to dress up personally. I think Lauren Bo Bobart needs to, needs to put away the ladies a little bit. Don't put them out there, you know, with, with, uh, with, you know, just have, have, have a little bit of respect, be it that, be it that you're you know, in the position that you are instead of like giving a dude a, a, a hand job over his hand at Beetlejuice, which is what she did. He's a Democrat too, by the way. So all you Republicans out there letting you know. Who runs a bar that has drag events at it all the time. So. <laughs> you, can, you can't write in strips. It's crossing the aisle, Don. Crossing the aisle. Yeah, right, right. She's literally reaching out. <laughs> that was served up on a platter for Mr. Mr. Jeffries, and he smacked the Grand Slam with it. Absolutely. Very good. I want to talk about RoboCop real quick because it's a thing. And uh, and uh, I want to talk about one other thing, probably, but uh, but RoboCop. We got sure. the end of the. Remember, we got to at least cover the end of the world was supposed to be today. I've got a whole a little article. All right, we can let's talk do about. the end of the world. We can cover RoboCop later because I'll probably have pictures of it because they're un unveiling it here in New York. So here's another thing we need to be worried about here. You know, RoboCop in the subway. Very nice. All right, go ahead, buddy. Tell me something. Let me see if I can find the article real quick. Wayne sent me something. 
Wayne sent me another thing about this. And so I'm going to do an awful job here. Hold on for a second. It says, once in 7,000 years, the 23rd of September, 2017. Oh, this is the 2017 one. This is the one that I was talking about. But what's the name of the dude that, that was was responsible for this? Mead. D- David Mead was his name. <laughs> You see how that happens to Tony? I was talking to Tony when he was in New York City uh, about about my memory then. And sometimes it's non-existent, but sometimes it just happens. Boom. And it just so somehow whatever whatever Wayne sent me uh, propelled my, my 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 memory. Like all the folders started scrolling. Boom. David Mead. That was the name of the guy that that was pushing this, that it was going to be the end of the world. And I, I spoke to him. It was he was pretty cool. Anyway, go ahead, Tony. Yeah. In this article, it's from uh, in Hello Magazine, I think out of India, and they did a pretty good breakdown of it. But there's like a four minute video. I could shorten it a little bit if you want me to see if we can put the video up. It's uh, from TikTok. You want to try that? Yeah, sure. All right. Let me see. Can you see the screen here? I can. Mm -hmm. Okay. let me let me see if it'll play and let me know if the audio comes through. (laughs) Okay. For years on September 23rd, conspiracies that the world is coming to an end have flooded the Internet. These theories are sparked by the overwhelming appearance of the numbers nine, two, and three appearing mm-hmm. in numerous television shows and movies. I'm just going to go through this list. Third rock from the sun. There was a meteor that was scheduled to hit the planet in 2015. And yet everyone on the planet gets all worked up about these pointless little behaviors, blissfully unaware of the great vaporizing meteor due in 2015. <laughs> <laughs> The Big Bang Theory and Asteroid Strikes, September 23rd. The Volcano Movie, 239, in the license plate. Seeking a Friend at the End of the World and Asteroid Strikes on September 22nd, 23rd, and Ends the World. The movie Deep Impact, starring Morgan Freeman. The asteroid would strike on 922. Evan Almighty, he said the date of the flood is September 22nd. Until September 22nd, midday. And if the arc isn't finished by then, you will be. Is that when it's going to happen? September 22nd, midday? The movie Knowing, the date of September 22nd and 23rd, the Earth is destroyed by a solar flare. Little Shop of Horrors, you had this September 23rd event that humans will encounter a deadly threat. The movie Tomorrowland, disaster strikes on September 23rd. In NCIS, The Last Man Standing was the episode Do They Know 23? No. You know that signal there? In Jim Carrey's movie, 23, he mentions the date September 23rd as the day that hell arrives. In the TV show Sleepy Hollow, September 23rd, a new dimension is opened. Hello? Maybe September 23rd? September 23rd, 1780. Evil is released on September 23rd in the movie Ghostbusters. Hmm. This is the end with Seth Rogen. September 23rd is the day that the rapture happens. In the movie Pandemic... The East Coast is hit with this pandemic on September 23rd. In the movie Labyrinth, evil consumes the world on September 23rd. In nine hours and 23 minutes. Wow. You'll be mine. (laughs) TV show Lost. The plane crashes on a remote island on September 22nd. When did you come here? How long ago? 60, 65 days. What was the date? September 22nd. was September 22nd. Movie Castaway starring Tom Hanks. The driver's license of the dead pilot says 923. You have a Taco Bell commercial escaping a concentration camp on 923. Guinness beer commercial. If you keep an open mind, you'll discover dark secrets 
And the stopwatch stops on 923. Okay, you can't make this up. It's just everywhere. Black Eyed Peas video, the calendar of the month. It goes all the way up to like uh, September 22nd and then it just stops. So there's, the, you know, it's all X'd out on the 23rd moving forward. All right, so you, you get it. <laughs> that was it's totally weird. Funky. Is there more? Uh, there's a little bit. You wanted me to finish yeah, it? Yeah, finish it, finish it. All right. Asteroid City, there was this asteroid that is going to hit on September 23rd. Each year we celebrate Asteroid Day, commemorating September 23rd, 3007 BC, when the arid plains meteorite made Earth impact. The video game Fallout 4. They mentioned 923. S923, recall code Cirrus. Don't worry, darling. That psychological thriller about a fake world, whatever. I mean, there's it's I don't want to give away the, the plot though, <laughs> but it premiered on 923. And in the movie Split, 923. So you have like this alter ego, alter dimension, world dimensions, you know, we're opening up portals. There's something is going to change, right? That's the implication is something will change on september 23rd you know you, you know what's amazing that somebody took the time to yes. find all of this or that they, they just knew it which is amazing you know how many times i've seen labyrinth and i never never plucked that out of there you know um so it's it's amazing well it is september 23rd ladies and gents so let's let's do this again next year the end of the world lord willing what's up tone what do you got to say well, they missed the uh, Green Day. I mean, he's he asked you to wake him up when September ends, and I, perhaps that's uh, something that they overlooked. Um, no, I, 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 there's something to it. You know, we talk about dates and and uh, numerology. It's a way that the elites communicate. Addictive programming. Mm -hmm. uh, I personally don't think the world's coming to an end today. Uh, just mathematically, statistically, I don't think that's going to happen. Um, but uh, it's always interesting. And they, there's there's something to it. I mean, that that's not a coincidence. What's the mathematical chances of that? You know, all these things lining up, all that popular culture, decade after decade, movie after movie. Somebody's looking at that. Yeah. You know, this is the 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 mystery schools, the adept. This is what that is. And this and is what it, I mean. It happens. I'm sorry, Tony. Sorry to sorry to um, interrupt, but this is what I mean. Like we we, especially as Christians would say, this is evil stuff. Don't look at it. We, we shouldn't know anything about it, right? And, and what we're doing here is we're looking at this. They're talking about it. On a very surface level, we're saying, oh, look, it's September 23rd. Clearly, it's not the end of the world. But these numbers continue to come up for some reason in that pattern, 923, 923, 923. And Hollywood continues to well, put Harps it. Is on Harps is in Australia. And he's, he's already the 24th there, and the world is still there. So we're okay. But then again, you know, Australia really doesn't exist. So he's probably in Brooklyn somewhere. Just saying that's the conspiracy theory. There, there is no Australia. Get back, Harps. You have to fly through the hollow earth to get to Australia. Right. It's not, it's okay. Nice try, Harps. Very, very nice. Okay. We're not buying the nonsense. Uh, go to your bunkers right after the show. Anyway, um, um, so yeah, so so that's what I'm saying. Like maybe we're not we're not understanding, really understanding what 923 means, you know. And 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 the mystery schools, like Tony said earlier, like that they probably did, you know. They probably had a, a better understanding of of the of what 
these things represented, the, the energies they hold, and uh, and we are ignorant to it. And they're able to get away with whatever they want as a result. And that's why we shouldn't be ignorant to this sort of stuff. This is just my opinion. What's up, Chris? And then we're going to die. And then we're going to the bunker. What's up? <laughs> the bunker. Um, I think uh, we should keep a close eye on what may, if anything, is happening at CERN today. <laughs> Because CERN, they say, you know, that's the uh, particle smasher to recreate the, the God particle on Earth, mm -hmm. recreate a black hole. Um, they say that that's possibly uh, has something to do with the Mandela effect, you know, yeah. uh, which they get into other alternate realities and dimensions opening up. And maybe that is representative of maybe this, the, the world that, as we know it is going to be different and changing or I don't necessarily believe it myself, but I'm saying, let's just see if anything comes out of Switzerland, I think is where CERN is. Right. Um, and maybe that has something to do with it. That's well, there's several about. now there's more than one of those machines around earth. Yeah. You know, so right. It's, it's, uh, it's dangerous. Um, Wayne McCroy says it's code. you know, and, and this is what I mean. Wayne is Wayne keeps his eye on all this stuff. So he knows, to some degree, what they mean and what they're trying to put forth. Um, so that's what I said. We can't we can't take it on a surface level, is all I'm saying. Don Jeffries, what's up? Oh, we have another we have another Australian, my friend Australian Ben, freely speaking. He's he's verifying the world is not ended there in 24. So that's a problem if you predict the end of the world because of the different time zones, you know. Yeah. You, know you you can't really <laughs> you can't please everyone with it. I don't know how it's gonna work. No. But uh this is I wrote I wrote not that long ago on Substack. Uh, I, I wrote an article called "Nothing to Fear But Fear Porn Itself." I went over the history of this kind of stuff. And uh, as a Catholic kid growing up, I still sometimes have end of the world dreams, but I had them constantly when I was a kid because yeah. I was terrified of the world ending and the signs in the sky and all that stuff. And we used to hear it all the time back <clears throat> back then at mass. And uh, so, and then how many times I've heard you know an asteroid is going to come within you know. 100,000 miles of Earth on a certain day. We hear the constant. They're constantly making these predictions, so it puts it in the back of your mind. I don't know. You know this could be mm -hmm. the last day. I'm walking around, and that could be it. You know, Suddenly, mm -hmm. I see the tidal wave off in the distance. You, know, you, you, could, you could think that. So uh, it's, that's why I don't make any predictions, because whether they're political predictions or not, this is Alex Jones and people like that that make all these predictions. They're always wrong. And people are, but professional psychics were always wrong too. Jean Dixon, and you know, I remember as a kid, she terrified me one summer. One of her predictions was that the uh, all the Earth's teenagers, you know, my brother was a teenager, that were going to be kidnapped by Martians. Mm. And, and, and next, nobody blinked. The next year, she just, you know, Atlantis was going to rise out of the ocean every year, according to her. UFOs are going to make contact with the White House, that kind of stuff. So these things are. I remember, you know, Y two K. You know, I was in IT then, and I remember the the panic. I mean, we none of us, you know. I mean, I, I realized how stupid it was by then, but still, there was a little nagging thought in, in your, you know, is what's going to happen at, you know, at midnight, you know, at, at, on, uh, you know, uh, two thousand January first, two thousand. What's going to happen? You know, we there were pe people really thinking we you would not to believe the stuff we we had to go through with yeah. the systems and everything with that when it was it's, it was ridiculous incredible uh, fear point. And then you had the 20, the uh, 2012 thing with the Mayan cal calendar. Yeah. I mean, how many people thought for sure the world was going to end that because the Mayans predicted it. So, you know, this stuff, it, 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 it serves to distract the people. It's ridiculous. And somebody was saying about uh, in, the, in the video, they were talking about uh, 
hell on earth and evil. Well, hell is there's a lot of hell on earth. Well, and a, lot here. Yeah. Are, a lot of evil has already been unleashed. So uh, I don't know, but I, I think that uh, I prefer to think that uh, as the Bible says, you know, thief in the night, and no one will know the date and place. So uh, <clears throat> I prefer to go with that. But it's 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 interesting, and they never run out of it. You know, they, the the fact that they're wrong, like the heaven's gate, and it doesn't matter. They just keep. And this is, you know, very similar to what the QAnon thing is. All their predictions are always wrong, but people still believe. Right. And still, people still go back to it um, at, at the end of the day for whatever reason. Listen, uh, Australian Ben, you're going to have to prove that, that you're from there to me. I don't believe you. <laughs> I think I think you're in Connecticut somewhere. Uh, and uh, that's where you're doing this from. So I, I don't believe it. I don't buy it for one second. All right. We're getting up out of here. Um Excellent show today. Chris, thank you for joining us. We appreciate you, buddy. Uh, Mr. Arterburn, the wisest of all the wolves, tell the people where they can find you. Well, before I leave you, uh, I looked up uh, the book of Revelation to see if there's a nine, chapter nine, verse 23. It doesn't, <laughs> it goes, it goes to 21. And if, if you want to know what verse 921 is, and I guess if you wanted to do a natural extension, what follows that, uh, here's a little insight. Just, just, Damn. uh, just mm-hmm. free, just uh, free floating jazz here for you. Nice. And this is uh, Revelation chapter nine, verse 21. So you can imagine what would come after it. And we we quote this all the time. David Knight quotes it all the time. Uh, Nor did they repent of their murders, their magic arts, their sexual immorality or their thefts. They don't repent of that. Lauren Bobart. Oh, <laughs> 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 um, um, and 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 uh, um, the Mayan calendar in 2012 it was also a, a misrepresentation of what the Mayans actually were putting forth. They never really said it was the end of the world. That was you know we just didn't know any better, so we were manipulated and and we went with it because we didn't know any better. So Chris Green, what. what's up? What's up, buddy? Uh, no, B- Bobert Fetterman 24. Let's get Let's it up. <laughs> Let's do it. I am with you. Reach across the aisle, folks. Hell yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I just want to be able to reach across and that the aisle. That would be the Antichrist. Okay. Yeah, just like the old AT&T commercial. Reach out and touch someone. Um, I think uh, the end of our world, the end of my world as an adult, um, is pretty much uh, a day in September in 2001. I never, like the Y2K thing, I, I was fearing a little bit until it happened. Then nothing happened until about a year and nine months after uh, the year 2000. And ever since, we've been in that perpetual hell. Not to be dramatic about it, but we have been. So I don't, I don't disagree with you, and that's a really good point. You know, it, it, it for the Heaven's Gate crew, it really yeah. was the end of the world. Yeah, they were done. The end of their world. For, for the people in in the Holocaust, it was the end of the world. You know, for. On September 11th, for 3,000 plus, it was the end of the world. That's so. It's it's really relative, you know, because um, it, it really was the end of the world for those people, right? For, and then the war, then the wars afterwards, right? Know? And the, and you know, every every day following that, we'll get to the chat before we get out of here. I'm sorry, I forgot. Uh, that was Mr. Swan in the chat. We'll, we'll do that, and we'll do um, Steve Swan. And we'll do uh, YouTube, and we'll get out. But Don, tell them where they can find you real quick. Uh, please, Substack is where the only place I'm not uh, shadow banned. Donald Jeffries at Substack.com. I protest just like my show. But, but I did want to say about Lauren Boebert uh, to be, you know, back in the day, I mean, if, you, if you're going out 
with a girl that what, I don't know how many kids she has, but she's uh, divorced. I think she's a grandmother already, which is yeah, yeah. pretty hard to be at 38, however old she is. But, uh, but you know, when you're such a self-professed Christian and you're so religious, if you're going out on a first date with her, you're probably going to be reluctant to even attempt to give her a goodnight kiss. So that mm-hmm. guy must have been shocked sitting in a seat at a play in public and wow. <laughs> You know, this is a neo again. Again, that's more. Yeah, that that was that was. uh, You know, again, that's why I say. You know, walking the walk. A lot of them talking. I'm surprised it wasn't a showing in Jack Reacher. (laughs) (laughs) I I got that. Uh, did you tell the people where they could find you, Chris? I don't know if you did. I know you spoke. Oh, yeah, yeah Donald Jeffries. That's something. Oh, go, 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 Chris. Go, 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 Chris. No, no, that's and, and and please masking the please masking the truth. I think we're up to three libraries that have been defeated now by the onslaught yeah. campaign. Uh, we're trying to get it in there, but the, they don't want it. Please, if you haven't reviewed it on Amazon, several people told me they reviewed it. It's stuck at eighteen reviews. They obviously are not going to allow any more reviews because several people told me they they posted them and they're not up. So uh, try and let me know if you get a message back on it because uh, it's it's ridiculous. I, I literally have gotten no. I've got no negative feedback, not one word from anybody about a book that controversial. So it's it's being blocked everywhere. It's the most shadow banned book in the history of the world. Please fight the algorithm, masking the truth. That's right. All right. Go ahead, um, Chris. Oh, yeah. I'm just on Twitter. Seagraves uh, mask guy working on uh, a couple of paratruthers coming up. Um, there should be some pretty cool stuff. Uh, tonight, we're going to, me and Mr. Tom Cooper are going to be talking to Tom's son. So I'm looking forward nice. to that. That's at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, conspiring with Mr. Cooper. And that's on uh, all the new prisoner TMP uh, platforms. And thank you guys for having me on again. Appreciate it. Uh, thank you for coming on, bro. We okay. appreciate you, man. Um, InfiniteFringe.podbeam.com. Go check it, you know. Uh, and that's all I got. But uh, Steve Swan was in the chat. I saw Ann Chris in there. What's going on? I, I saw a few more other people, but uh, we didn't get YouTube. So, Don, tell me who's on YouTube, and then we'll get out of here. Well, we got the Australians, Australian Ben and Harp. So we got Chris Buchan. Uh, we got uh, Orfeo Treshula. We have Cat Goya, Sam Bodie's Tree, White Wolf. Uh, let's see, lots of people. John Blasiglone. Um, Deborah Wheeler and no Riley is. Uh, I, I don't want Riley to know that she can have steak. John Basquin said, uh, uh, let's see, that's Riley's biggest fan. Deborah Wheeler loves seeing her. I think Karen Carpenter, I think I saw her. Christine, yeah. uh, there was uh, Kian Ananta. Oh, lots of people, a lot, a lot of good chat there today. Yeah, Thomas Powell in the chat. Any word in the chat? What's going on? How you doing? So Wayne, Mr. Guard Goldsmith, what's going on? Uh, the Real McCoy, uh, tons of people. Thank you, everybody, for being here. We appreciate it. We're getting up out of here. Tone, it's the last one. I'm going to play us out. Here we go. Burn the place down. Go ahead. Right? Since it's the last one, go ahead and do it. <laughs> Wait a minute.